gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present this podcast to you in all its glory. They are the bearded wonders, the twin sons from different mothers. He is Blake. He is Sal. And together they are the Blake and Sal Show. And if you're not okay with that, I have two words for you. Stay tuned. All bask in his glory. For he is limitless. Show episode number 306. It's WrestleMania season, everybody. <sighs> I'm Blake. Let me bring on my co host. First of all, the biggest heel in podcasting, the woken one himself. Sal, how you doing? What's up? <laughs> that was, <that> was <laughs> perfect. And here in the studio, the man, the myth, the legend, our wrestling historian, Mark Dad, how you doing? What's down? <laughs> You know, it's funny, it's hysterical here right now. I'm sitting here eating chocolate pretzels and Dad's eating eating celery. Like, what's going on in here today? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, also on the line, as promised, last week we have a special guest. Show. Kyle Crane. Kyle, how you doing? Boom, gentlemen. How is everyone doing today? Thank you so much for having me on again. No problem. Welcome back to the show. You mean we didn't scare him off the last time? Oh, no. Wonderful time last time. I'm, I'm glad our schedules all worked out again because it's some very exciting things happening by the minute before the show started here. So. Yeah, I know. Oh, well, I saw that article. We'll get to that in a minute. If you notice, yeah. we didn't force him to do this. He does this voluntary, all of his free will, and he signs the agreement to do we're, that. We're not, we're not a hostage situation. What are you talking about? <laughs> not, we're not a hostage yet? No. I, I, I can call off the negotiator. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll turn the show stop. We, we have a very small window today. So help support the show and find all the platforms. You can find the show and other projects at theblakershowshow.com. Yes, and you can buy our... Shirts, stickers, hoodies, um, uh, 
knee-high socks and more. Salad dressing. Public <laughs> Salad <laughs> dressing. Uh, click on the T-Public link on our website or go to tpublic.com, search for Blake and Sal Show. Now don't let him actually We're going to try a barbecue sauce, but Jared told me I can't do it. Oh, you went there. All right, well, let's go to quickly go to break, and we'll come back. We'll get right into things. Like I said, we're in a small window, so we're going to get right into things right after the break. Did somebody call for the Easter boy Ric Flair to come out here and say a thing or two? We've heard the least. You all deserve this. Under the sea. Under the sea. Oh, what a rush. Oh, what a rush. Oh, get a lighter. It's me. Don't worry, you could have seen the commando. And that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. I could have went what a wonderful phrase! <laughs> Stop! Listen! Because... 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 I am Lance Catamaran. Sal, did you hear the news that, Sal, that, um, that we're getting more... Um... Oh, damn it, I, I think I messed that up. Damn it, I messed that up. I'll just come back to that. <laughs> <laughs> Take two. Now I remember what I was going to say. We're getting more South Park Regional Wrestling. That's what I was going to say. There it is. Yes. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. So, anyway, Sal, we have, we have some news. Go for it. Uh, yeah, big news, obviously, this week is uh, Matt Hardy lets his WWE contract expire. Yeah, this is a very big deal. We haven't had this since John Moxley, ironically. So, um, Kyle, your thoughts on Matt Hardy leaving? Uh, great move. Uh, well, yeah, great move for Matt to make himself a free agent again. I think we all see the writing on the wall here. He's probably going to end up going to AEW as, you know, uh, kind of teased by this week's free the delete episode. So, uh, you know, the guy goes out, gets in shape, uh, goes through all that rigmarole to get his intellectual IP back from Impact, and then WWE does nothing with it. I completely understand why he wanted to get out of there and go to greener pastures. It seemed like with Matt Hardy that they didn't even want to try to get a program going with him. So, right. you know, it letting a contract expire is good. If I understand, there's he didn't even get a 90-day. It was like, gone. Oh, because he didn't get fired, didn't get released. He contract expired. It's a lot like Moxley. It's the same situation there. Right. Now, he can take all his ideas. And go wherever he and wants. And gimmicks and go to AEW. Or wherever he feels like going. Um, I'll throw mm-hmm. it over to Sal. Your thoughts on this one? Um, it's it's a shame that you know we we all went through this whole thing with him where you know he went to court for the you know the right to use the the whole broken woken thing and then you know we all wanted it back and we all wanted it back and then it came back and then nothing really happened with it after a few months. Um, so yeah. I mean, you know, it's what he is. It's what the fans like. It's what the fans want. So. Hopefully he'll have the uh, the creative freedom to, to do what he wants with the character wherever he decides to go. I hope so, too. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm excited to see what happens next. Quick question throughout. Is it because of what happened with Jeff Hardy that things never kind of came to be in the WWE? I don't think Vince understood the Woken character. Yeah. yeah that's, it. It. that's what it is. Vince didn't understand it, and if uh, he doesn't understand it, he's not going to push it. It's as simple as that. Well, there you go. It, it, 
it's it's one of the situations too that WWE does a lot where they see potential in something, and it's more about them locking it up so somebody else doesn't get the chance to use it. I mean, just imagine if he had been able to. I mean, it looks like TNA and Impact was on the rise with that character, with that whole angle, and they're kind of like, no, we need that so nobody else can use it, and it's just a real squandering of potential, unfortunately. It's true. Well, Sal, let's continue on. Uh, yeah, just announced yesterday that JBL is going into the WWE Hall of Fame. Okay, okay, quick behind the scenes about that. I set you up for that, and for some reason I did that. I was taking the drink and I forgot to press the button. So the- <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting the Disney version today. Oh, yeah. I, have to, I, have to, I have to find out for next time. How about that? Find out for next time. Okay. Um, anyway. Um, JBL, I, I, okay, it's an everybody all the time. JBL makes sense. Is that right? Like, oh, yeah. Out here. I mean, I remember yeah. when he first broke into the business and Justin Bradford, Leisha, and he looked like some big, rough, redneck cowboy, and then he kind of got... Then he struck oil, and he got rich. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Are we, is this like <laughs> that the, is the character. The, <laughs> the, the wrestling Beverly Hillbillies, is that it? He, he struck gold, made it rich, <laughs> and then became... Or Dallas, asshole. yeah. Became a massive asshole. <laughs> so, Became a yeah. rich <laughs> asshole. Yes, true. Throwing people literally out at the border in Texas. Literally. Uh, I'm sorry. I, 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 like, I like him in the Alkalites. I like the APA. Uh, and then, to everyone's dismay, this guy has got a head for finance. He does. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Um, Kyle, JBL. Yeah, you know, if I never heard about JBL again for the rest of my life, I think I'd be okay. I mean, props to the guy for being a great heel uh, in a program with Eddie Guerrero back in the day. Outside of the ring, seems to be a very problematic person. Uh, but if this is just his WWE career, I think the man deserves it. You know, if they're going to put Hillbilly Jim up there, then they might as well put JBL. He he was a draw during his time. His draw during his time. Um, so uh, congratulations to JBL, John Liefeld. I've got no love for that man. Well, the funny part is, I'm thinking JBL will at least give a shorter speech than Hillbilly Jim did. That's all I know. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be a lot less than Ric Flair. Well, well Ric Flair had two speeches. Yeah. Well, at least Ric Flair deserves to have a long. Hillbilly Jim had 45 minutes. I will never understand why letting him go 45 minutes. I will never understand that. <laughs> anyway, Sal, please continue on to the big surprise that came out of Revolution. Uh, yeah, Cole Cabana signed a contract with AEW. That's a big surprise. I Honestly, wow. when he showed up at Revolution, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, cool, Chicago, they have Cole Cabana here, he's at C2E2, he's going to pop up at the show. But no, he signed a contract, which is a very surprise, big surprise, because actually. Because I thought yeah. he was is with... all elite. Because yeah, I thought he was with NWA. No, he's uh... never signed a contract. He was just working ah. with them. That's the difference. So there you go. Um, how Cole Cabana. This seems like a better move for Colt than it does for AEW. Like, I don't know if his name recognition is going to bring anybody to the brand, but he's got a real potential to grow himself there, uh, not only as an in-ring character, but I think he could be a real asset to them creatively behind the scenes, as maybe a booker or an agent or something like that in the day. So I'm, I'm excited to see what this, uh, uh, what this brings, probably more for AEW than you know, for Colt himself. So. True. Colt doesn't need them. But having him on there, their manner is pretty damn cool. And the fact that he knows that oh, AEW will do a lot better with them than WWE did. Yes. He will not be. He will not be oh, Scotty yeah. Goldman. He will not be Scotty Goldman here. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, Sal, this one you're excited about. Go for it. Um, insert the uh, Jonah Hill excited meme here. Uh, AEW announced uh, that Blood and Guts 
on Dynamite is coming to the show that I'm going at in Newark, New Jersey on March 25th. <laughs> Blood and guts. Remember the first five rows have the where there's some sort of tarp or it's not a reindeer. Gallagher show. <laughs> yeah. oh, you see blood and guts. Blood's gonna spill out. Guts are gonna. For spill those out. wondering, those are confused by this blood and guts thing. A lot of people are very, very confused. It's a war games match. They just can't use the yeah. term war games. And Tony Khan won't say the word war games at all. Can you stop? Okay. <laughs> you stop. <laughs> Tony Khan won't say the words war games. But this is pretty much what this is in the War Games match. <laughs> Let's just be honest here. Yeah. Sal, you're going to the show. What do you think the match will be? I don't know, but I'm excited. You're excited. Now, what do you think this match might be? Uh, Who's, I in it? Who's in it? Okay. Uh, Sammy Guevara. So you think, well, you think it's the Elite versus the Inner Circle, the yeah, Elite versus I, I Dark think Order? It, I, I think, think it's going to be the Elite versus the Inner Circle, and maybe Dark Order is going to come in and do interference. Um, because that's kind of what's been leading up to, but we'll see where this goes. I mean, I would like for on that particular show, and I'm intent, if uh, Woken Hardy comes to uh, be presented. Well, we'll find out. Sam Kyle, what do you think? I love this. I love the idea that it's almost like a little mini pay-per-view that we're getting in advance. I've always wished that they would promote things several weeks in advance. Like, hey, we got this huge match coming up, lead up to it, and it's it's really cool. Yeah, I think an elite and Moxley versus the Inner Circle uh, could be very cool, especially if you've got kind of Moxley and the Elite going at each other before we go into it. This is uh, very excited about this match. Beyond it's uh, from what I understand, it's a little bit different because it's got a a top to it. It's not like the WWE War Games they've been doing at NXT, so it's going to be more like the old school. Uh, the uh, territory days, uh, the ones that Dusty Rhodes came up with. So that's yeah, and I love the sense. fact I love the fact that they're calling it blood and guts because that's what Vince McMahon referred to in AEW uh, as after their first pay per view because there was so much blood in there. And an investor call, he said, "Well, you're not going to see us doing the blood and guts stuff." So they're like, they just ran with what he gave them, which is amazing. I love it. Yeah, I love it too. I absolutely love it. Trademark it before something happens. It's smart. Totally. I think yeah. It's smart. I think it's so smart what they're doing here. Um. Let's move on. We had a bunch of. It has been a weird week since we went off the yeah. air last week. We had a lot of title changes happen. <laughs> when we went off the air, I would tell the people now. Last week, when we went off the air, we were right at the end of Super Showdown, and mm-hmm. um, it was right before the Bailey Naomi met. I think that's right before we went off last week. Yes. So we were not here to talk about Goldberg beating the Fiend. <laughs> Yippee! Okay. <laughs> Mixed reaction to this. I was pissed about it at first. CJ was cheering Goldberg on. That is Goldberg Mark, so that's not a surprise to anybody. Yep. Um, I'll start with Sal then. Sal, what do you think? <sighs> Loud, audible sigh. Um, I mean, I don't think it was necessary, and I really don't want to see Goldberg in a main event match at WrestleMania. Um, but, I mean, I, I would have preferred to see Fiend versus Cena for the title. I mean, that's just me. I don't know. Kyle? Yeah, um, I'm also a huge Goldberg mark, and the idea of of a poster with Roman Reigns and Goldberg staring each other down kind of gets me excited. Uh, the match itself, if it's booked correctly and is going to be only like five minutes long, could be an amazing, intense match. But you got to feel for Bray Wyatt and all the work he's done at this point to just kind of have it all taken away from him. They can always rehab him. The Fiend character can live on through this. I think if Cena could put on a great match. They had a great one at WrestleMania 30. Um, conflicted emotions about this one, but I think, I think they still have time to make this work. I just hope it doesn't... Um, 
ruined the hopes and dreams of some of the younger wrestlers to kind of see that the part-timers will always come in and you know kind of scoop it from them at the last minute. True. Very, very true. I'm thinking that with Goldberg and Roman Reigns, that Roman gets the title, and then oh, yeah, maybe, we'll talk about that when we get there. Yeah, we'll talk about that when we get towards the main. You know, you can do different programs. We got a month till then. We got a month to get to that. Well, I'll, I'll jump ahead of my, my paperwork here. Then I'll go right ahead to the WrestleMania matches that have been official. Now, now that we have Goldberg and Roman, and we have Cena and the Fiend, I'm not gonna lie, I'm ecstatic to see Cena and the Fiend. Oh yeah, I think yeah. the Firefly Funhouses are gonna be amazing the next oh, month. Oh yeah. I think Cena playing off of them is going to be great. Yep. I mean, it's going to be fantastic. I'm looking forward to it oh, a yeah. lot. This is this has the potential to be a wonderful, great match if it's done right. So, Sal, you you've been throwing a hissy fit over the fact <laughs> we might get Taker versus AJ. You've been on the air two weeks ago. You were throwing a big hissy fit. <laughs> when don't when don't I throw a hissy fit? Well, it's more than normal. So <laughs> now the rumored match going on is Undertaker tagging with Alistair Black in a two-on-three match against the OC. Sal, how do you feel about that? What? No! <laughs> no! No, 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 no. Absolutely not. Don't think so. Nope. Okay, okay, so then explain this. Why is the OC jumping on Alistair Black like they're stopping they like a mud wife. hole in? They're like his wife. Because they're <laughs> losers and they have nothing better to do. I like my answer better, yeah. Wow, <laughs> you went there. Okay, um, Kyle, what do you think about this rumored match? Uh, I mean, are we saying that AJ is not involved in any way? It's not AJ and Anderson? It's just going to be Anderson and Gallows versus no, Alistair no, Black three and Anderson? Three on two. Three on two. Three on two. Th oh, three on two. Uh, you know, honestly, if it's those three guys going against Alistair Black, uh, I think that could be pretty cool one at a time. But I just, you know, Taker is just every time I see him out there, I get more and more sad. Uh, and it reminds me that death is creeping for us all. So it's, uh, you know, if, if it's Taker and Gallows, go to the back, and then, uh, yeah, Taker and Gallows go to the back, and you've got AJ and Alistair Black, or, uh, you know, Carl Anderson and Alistair Black. That could be pretty cool, but I just at this point, I'm this is the weirdest pairing. I, I just, nothing about this match makes sense to me, honestly. Why do I want to write down death is creeping for us all as the title of the show? <laughs> there you go. There we got the title. I, I just want to see... Badass Undertaker come out and walk the rope. That yeah, try not to fall. And, try not to fall. Right. Yeah. You know, He's going to need his hurricane. <laughs> Stand back. There's a hurricane a coming. Oh, my God. So I just want to make one thing real fast. Um, Cole? Uh, not Cole. Sorry. Not Cole. Cole has nothing to do with this. Um, who is it? Byron, Tom Phillips, and um, King, right? It's Tom yeah. Phillips? Yeah. Tom Phillips. It's not a good thing that Taker beat AJ with his jacket on. That's not a good thing. <laughs> yeah. And a matter of fact, that looks, AJ looked awful. Like, I'm not sure why they keep making a big deal out of that. So, don't know. so I just wanted to make a note of that. Once it back to title changes, the big one that came out of Saturday night, John Moxley is now the mm -hmm. AEW World Championship beating El Chapion, Chris Jericho. Um, I'll actually start with Kyle. Kyle, did you see AEW Evolution, and what do you think of this title change? I did not see it. I actually was very busy last weekend, so I was like, you know what? I'll just watch it next weekend, and then everything I've heard about it makes me really anticipated this Bucks and uh, you know Hangman Page and Kenny Omega match somewhere I'm really looking forward to. Uh, but to get back to your point, um, I felt it was – it feels a little too soon to be taking the strap off of Jerry. 
Jericho, but I kind of understand why they did it. Moxley's super hot right now, and uh, I, I don't know how long he's going to last as champion. I could see it going back to Jericho pretty soon and, and having everybody chase a heel champion. One great thing about Mox is the guy's a tweener. He can go face, he can go heel. He's just kind of his own thing, you know. So um, while I still feel it was a little bit early, by maybe a factor of like a month, um, I, I'm not sad about it at all. I think there's some great booking potential they could have with Moxley as the champion. So. Well, I will say one thing. I actually thought they were gonna, if they were going to do this, I, I figured they would going to wait till May because it's in Vegas. Mm-hmm. But Jericho's going on tour in about a month. Uh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Fozzie's got a new tour in a month and a half. So I think after Sal, after Blood and Guts and even our show, I think Jericho's taking a break. So it wouldn't shock me if we don't see Jericho on TV for a couple of months going into the summer. Yeah. Or at least yeah. maybe he makes it through TV through Double or Nothing and then we don't see him again until maybe All Out. Yeah. It would not shock me at all. So, um, Sal, your thoughts on Moxie? Um, um, I mean, I, I, I thought that that wasn't going to happen until later. Um, but yeah, that's true that he is going on tour and he didn't make that announcement. Uh, but I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to see, you know, what the John Moxley era is going to bring. Um, you know, we, we saw what Chris Jericho did as their first champion and, really putting them on the map. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what John Moxley is going to be able to do, you know, with this still fairly young company um, and, and be their new champion. Um, I, yeah, <clears throat> we were watching the match. And I thought the match between them was just great. I really enjoyed how it. they played off of it and Moxley bleeding and the ref kind of looking at, well, should I, or should I stop it? And then all of a sudden, you know, about three quarters into the match, Moxley just kind of like takes off the eye patch and shows that, hey, you know what? I have two eyes. Which, by the way, couldn't he have done that like a half hour before? Like, what was the point of yes, going to the match with one eye? No, <laughs> like, what was the point? I See, actually, I thought that he would win the match, then after he won the match, then take off the eye patch. I just had an issue with it. Like, you, you wrestled matches in Japan without the eye patch. Nobody watching this knows, real, everyone knows you don't need it. Like, just be an asshole and take it off at the beginning of this match, and Jericho will be thrown off anyway. You, you know what it is? It's kind of like that Superman thing. It's like Clark Kent put on glasses, and no one knows that oh, if you geez. take off the glasses, he's Superman. If we're going to go wrestling, it's more like Gregory Helm than the Hurricane. There you go. Or no, Eric Young and Super Eric. There yeah, you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> let's go obscure. Eugene? Let's go obscure. Eugene? Um, so anyway. Um, one title change that I want to bring up here, and this is more for you even than anything else. Roosh beat PCO and became the Ring of Honor champion again. Yay! Over the weekend. So PCO no All longer right. the champion, so that's a big deal. It's going to be interesting what he does. If he's well, next, stay... week, next week we'll talk about our anniversary, and we're doing, they're doing Roosh versus Mark Haskins. Oh. At yeah, the next show. So. Oh, that's going to be a great match. So that's going to happen at the next show. Um, Kyle, any interest in Ring of Honor or no? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, and I like this kind of angle they have going on with NWA right now, uh, which I think is pretty cool, uh, with, you know, Aldis and everything, so, um, while I don't watch it every week to week, I, I do like to keep Nobody up on does. it, and, you know, it's, it's cool. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but it's, very, it's great to see Roosh as, yeah. uh, as the champ, that's uh, some really potentially great stuff they could do. It is nice, especially with his faction, it's gonna be nice, it's def- so, it's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. Well, now, with, uh, the new Booker, and... What is it called? Maxi Blood? That's the name of the show is the Maxi Bloods, right? right? That's her Ring of Honor name? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm I'm thinking now that you've got 
while you scroll there, uh, I, I think you're going to see things changing for the better. We'll get more into that next week. The Street Profits are now the Raw Tag Team Champions. That was a very big deal happened on Monday. This might have been the only good thing that happened on Raw this week. Um, <laughs> yeah. Trust me, I, I, I literally started to fall asleep during the show on Monday. It was so bad. Um, <laughs> Sal, Street Profits, go. Um, I'm excited. I mean, it's 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 a good thing that they decided to give them the titles when they're still really hot uh, and they didn't wait too long when nobody cared about them anymore. Um, I, unfortunately, I do see a short reign for some reason, uh, but I, I'm excited to see uh, to see the, the antics that they get into as champion. I can see it going to at least Mania because they're doing a rematch at the Chamber. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. I can see it going to at least Mania. Yeah. Kyle? Uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully this is a sign that WWE is going to get serious about tag teams again. They are a tag team tag team. You know, it's a, I, I hate it when they're putting guys together. Like, you know, even though Murphy and Rollins are pretty good, it's like, you know, stick with guys with kind of co-branded gimmicks, you know, with a name like the Street Profits. And, I mean, they work so well as a tag team. It's, it's the backbone of any good wrestling organization. So uh, I think this is a step in the right direction. We'll see if Vince changes his mind next week. So, okay, let's, let's continue on. Oh, we've already got three pops. Sorry. I think it was the time for them to put the titles on them and you know, to see how it goes. I mean, what they do is, is kind of goofy, but yet, you know, you want to see how this just goes out. It just kind of reminded me of um, JTD and, and Chad Gaspar. Prime time, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, but they're going to be better because the mic skills, I mean, with these guys are, are great. I mean, they cut promos and, it's, and they're good. Yeah. Well, like I said, we'll, we'll talk more about that in a few minutes with, with the Chamber pay-per-view. Um, some of the quick notes. Back to Revolution. I, this has to be discussed. And I know, Kyle, you didn't see the show, but the Hangman Omega Young Bucks match. Might just be the best tag match mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Oh, <laughs> God. This was unbelievable. Yeah. Like, I, I, I felt bad for Nyla Rose and Chris Allen for having to follow that. Yeah. Like, that was so... I don't even remember that match. It happened. It happened right after. Like it was on. Like Sandlander and Rose was on right afterwards. I might have to rewind the pay per view to remind myself of that match. Like it was there. So Sal, I think the joke has been what else is highlighted this show, but it, how great was that match? Oh my god, it was fantastic. I mean, lately, you know, I, I can be easily distracted uh, watching, no way. Uh, you know, some <laughs> watching some watching some wrestling. Butterfly. Um, we were quiet. I know we didn't really text back and forth that much during that match because we were just so glued to the TV. Mm. Um, it was absolutely phenomenal. And it wasn't like your typical, like, you know, annoying Young Bucks match where they were, you know, spot monkeys and jumping all over the place. and just There was a story. Picking everyone. Yeah, there, there was a story to it. And it was told very, very well. Yeah, it was a well-done story. Oh, yeah, it was... They they do the everyone did got a chance to do the finishers and, and it was great the the, the back and forth and with how this, over is Hangman Page oh, like, yeah. oh my god that man's over and here's the thing with Hangman Page the star at this particular match you didn't see the character of the drunken Hangman Page no this was you Hangman saw, Page you saw the focused Hangman Page that basically wanted to kick ass and and he did yeah it was such a great match. It's a great match. Mandy does not like Kenny Omega on any level. But even she was rooting for Paige Omega by the time the match was over. 
Like, <laughs> that's how good this was. Like, <laughs> so let's throw that out there. That's how great this match was. Um, Cody MJF, that was the other big highlight match besides Mox and Jericho. Yeah. I, I was kind of a little bored at the beginning of this match, but it was good. Yeah. It, it started out really slow. But there are two things that we have to I do with the match here. Um, Downstate was not good. That <laughs> was not a good performance. <laughs> no. It wasn't good. It wasn't. People are, well, Styles argued with me. Like, I'm texting him about this. like, this is bad. This is just a bad performance. It sounds like, okay, stab a cowl. Like, like it's not good. <laughs> it wasn't good. Oh, yeah. It was bad. I, I mean, I enjoyed seeing the whole, like, Nightmare family come out with, like, 87 people. That was weird. But, like, the performance wasn't good. <laughs> it was kind of like Friday Night Boxing with all these guys coming into the entourage. Yeah, that was weird. And then the other distraction, of course, now was the neck tattoo. Ugh. What the oh, fuck was man. that? What the fuck I like was the that? tattoo. I like the logo. Trust me. It's just I don't like the placement. I'm not a fan of neck tattoos to begin with. But yeah. holy shit, that thing is huge. Kyle, you saw the picture. Is your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the, uh, the second I thought it, I was just like, oh, baby, what are you doing? Like, what is going on here? Like, <laughs> Brandy had to step in at some point and be like, do you really want to do this? Brandy, I mean, she... Brandy at press from actually was asked that question. She encouraged him. No, she didn't encourage him. Okay. What she told him was, it's your body, do what you want. I'm not happy with it, but do what you want. Wow. <laughs> Man. And that so wasn't enough to stop him? Apparently. <laughs> so basically there was a... Line drawn in the sand and Cody jumped over to, it. I'm not going to say no, but I'm not going to agree either. That's what she said. And <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think I think our big takeaway from this is that uh, whenever he did that move where he jumped over the ropes and smashed his head against the ground a few weeks ago, that it's had immediate <laughs> effects yeah, you, on Cody. Yeah, you know, if he would have put it on his chest or on his arm, I think it would have been. Shoulder, I'd be mean, great shoulder, shoulder tattoo. Yeah, yeah, great yeah. shoulder tattoo. I mean, neck, it, it's awful. I guess you could say now that it's. You know, his, in his blood. Well, really, M in his blood. MJF did win the match, shockingly. I don't know. Sal, what do you think of the finish? I'm willing to be a fan. Um, yeah, I mean, I kind of wished for a little bit of a better ending to it, but it, it it's MJF, so. <laughs> I, I, don't know. I, I I just thought that the ending was kind of, I don't want to say weak, but just kind of like haphazard. It was flat. It was yeah, very flat. Um. I will tell it to Kyle, though. Kyle sent me a story right before we came on about MJF. Yeah. <laughs> uh, TMZ ran with a story today. Apparently, he was uh, um, at a uh, signing and had a seven-year-old come up to him and flip the kid off and said, uh, F them kids, and flips him off right to his face when he's getting a picture taken. I mean, the man just never breaks character at any point during the day. It's it's amazing. Uh, TMZ's probably like, what was this asshole? Like, no, this is normal. Yeah, exactly. Really yeah. normal. <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of who you want to be. Like this is this is MJF is amazing. Is it yeah. is it that he doesn't break character or is it just that it's him? Yes. Yes. Uh -huh. is yes. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> arrogant. Well, we met cocky. him at MLW. And he was a dick. But was yeah. a dick. There was no reason. Hey, I want to quick. We went to MLW. We met a lot of wrestlers. MJF to us. There was zero reason to be a dick to us. But he was a dick to us. So I'm not sure if it's a character or just MJF. I don't know. I don't know the difference at all. I don't think he knows the difference at this point. It's like, you know, do you have a couple of minutes so we can kind of talk to you about things? And then he's kind of going, eh, no, 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 I'm I busy. I don't. <laughs> but anyway, um, one more thing. Sal, you, you texted me immediately. You can bring this one up. Go for it. <laughs> um, we need to talk about the mechanical spider on Raw. Oh, God. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Rowan spider. What the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> 
It was it was the 2020 May Young's hand is what it was. I would have put May Young's hand. <laughs> I would have preferred hand at that point. Ah, ah. Uh, but um, um, <laughs> when you know when Rowan put his hand into the cage and came out and you saw this like little, nice little gash and blood and everything. I'm expecting like a kimono dragon or something. <laughs> but no, it came out with a robotic tarantula. Like I don't know what those was. Like what? I mean, why? There? Why couldn't they have a partnership with like Dr. Pepper and have it be like an evil little sweet or something in there? <laughs> <laughs> Anything. Sal, uh, you are too smart for wrestling. Oh, <laughs> the visual that is amazing. Wait. That's amazing. <laughs> Sal, you do know who plays Little Sweet, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Justin Guarini. Oh my god, that's amazing. That's amazing. Oh man, yeah, that was awful. That was absolutely terrible. Sal's suggestion was a lot funnier, Gee, at least. You could tell that it <laughs> wasn't a real intense spider. Like I said, it was a, it was a, it was a, a, someone must have found that in their in their kids like. Toy chest. Like, use this. Yeah. Oh, we'll use this. <laughs> what size batteries going here? Triple A's, double A's. Now oh, we'll put a couple C's in it. Oh my god. So that's that. That's C's. What uses C's anymore? I don't know. Dad has every freaking battery in his cabinet. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, I gotta go out and get some nine volts. You know. Oh, there you go. But I'm gonna Kyle steal all for his um for his brand new Atari. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Oh, um, <laughs> let's get on with the show here. Um. <laughs> Believe it or not, people, there's a pay-per-view on Sunday, and nobody remembers it's happening. No! It's happening, but here we go. happening on Sunday. Now, I have two things I want to say real quick. First of all, we have almost more matches announced for WrestleMania than we have for the pay-per-view. That's number one. Number two, <laughs> um, there's no world title matches on this show, like, at all. Um, yeah. And number three, because we're recording this, well, the show goes up on Friday morning. So if they announce anything else on SmackDown, we don't know about it, and nor was it hinted. So, <laughs> I got nothing outside the matches that we have. So we'll discuss what we have. Um, we start off AJ Styles versus Aleister Black. I don't expect this to actually have a finish. I kind of expect Taker to show up. So Sal, what do you think? Meh. That's my answer. There were results of any kind here? Nope. Meh. Okay. Um, Kyle? <laughs> yeah, um, I expect a couple of cool spots, but like you're saying, this match doesn't mean anything long-term unless The Undertaker shows up to maybe cost uh, AJ Styles, or, you know, get involved. It seems like a storyline-pushing match, and it's a shame because these are two amazing athletes, and they should be given the chance to, to do something really cool. Are we having us in a cage? No, it's just a match. Oh, no, sorry, it's an ODQ match. It's an ODQ match. Oh, so. there you go, see? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I expect AJ to kind of have his running buddies come in and you know, we'll beat up on An- Alistair Black again, and Undertaker comes in, and then all of a sudden they kind of do a thing for uh, an Undertaker, and who knows? Maybe who does know? Honestly, Kane may no, make it. He's not showing up here. Kane, what says with Kane returning for the last like three months? You would obsessed. All I want to see is the brothers. I want to see the brothers of destruction one more time. Before he did that, it was in Saudi Arabia. 
I want to hear on American soil. Then pay them. Where am I? <laughs> I do. Every time I go to their show, I pay them. Go, go make He's too busy balancing the budget and not Sometimes, if he actually shows up, he's actually there. <laughs> he's actually there. Well, I, the only time I see him, he's reading children's what? books at library. That's the only time I ever see him. So. And right now, Undertaker's a little pissed on the way they kind of dealt with his wife. Well, let's not worry about that right now. Uh, Intercontinental Championship match via Braun Strowman in a, in a three-on-one handicap match against Shinsuke Nakamura, Cesaro, and Sami Zayn. I am not making this up. This is the match that's happening. <laughs> it doesn't. Know. That's the answer. <laughs> so, Matt, what do you think's happening here? The Great Liberator, huh? This is yeah, the match. This is what's yeah. actually happening. So, this what do you think match. happens here? Well... Uh, uh, my heart wants to go with Braun, but I think the numbers are going to be overwhelming, and I think that Sami Zayn and Shinsuke... Okay, then who actually holds the belt? Who actually holds the belt out of this match? That's the question, really. My thing is, it's not going to go to Shinsuke. It's going to go to Sami. Okay, um, Kyle, you first. Go. Yeah, um, any combination of these guys against each other in tag team or individual uh, or four on four could be great. But uh, this is just this is really weird. I would love to see Shinsuke take it, setting up Shinsuke versus Cesaro at WrestleMania. Uh, that'd be really cool. But uh, I don't think we're gonna get that. I think it's just gonna be a mess. Um, Sal, um, are we gonna split the title three ways? a la way cool. Oh wow, you were there. I did I go there. We're doing the right. free bird rule. That's the, or the New Day rule. There's no now in this generation. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, my my gut is telling me Shinsuke's going to win the belt back, and they really just want to have Braun hold a belt. There's no reason mm -hmm. to get this. My other, but I'm thinking that they'll have Braun win the match, but they're going to set up a fatal four way at Mania, and that's when we have the mm -hmm. title change. Just say they're going to have Braun walk into WrestleMania with a belt. So that's why I look at. That it. would be nice. So. Uh, uh, Moving on, we have the number, we have the United States Championship match. This is actually going to be a good match. I can't argue with this one. It's Andrade versus Alberto yeah. Rio. I'm actually looking forward to this. Um, Sal, go. Um, I I I would like to see a title change because uh, I'm just bored of Andrade being champion, even though he hasn't really been around. But I think maybe save it for a rematch for Mania because I don't want to see. Humberto Carrillo walk in as champion at Mania. Fair enough. Fair enough. I I almost think they're setting up that weird like Mex the um, Mexicans freaking tag match we had on Monday. I wouldn't shock <laughs> me if we're doing a four way with those four men or some or a ladder match or something like that at Mania. That wouldn't shock me at all. Kyle. Yeah, I'm gonna have to echo what you just said there. That seems like the booking they may go for. Having Rey Mysterio in a Mania match with a ladder sounds like a money event. So uh, I would I would think Andrade. He's a great heel with the title. Walks out with it again, and I expect for this to be the match of the night. Oh, I, I, there's not really much effort here for that. So are we mm -hmm. calling it Family Feud? Well, um, I, I, I wonder if Angel Garza will be out there with Zelina, uh, and nobody looking at him because Zelina's out there. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Are uh, Angel Garza and Andrade tight? Um, they're being managed by Selena. That's all I really know. That's literally all we know on TV. That's well, all we know. Three-way. What can I say? Well, I, I'll, oh, I'll oh. have to deal with Alistair on that one. Uh, okay. <laughs> <Hello>. um, <laughs> my heart wants to go with Alberto, but I think Andrade's going to retain the title. Yeah, I think Andrade retains, but I would love to hope this match is as good as it should be on paper. All right, Street Profits defending against Seth Rollins and Murphy. Okay, now that we're here, 
Um, we've had the extension of the Seth Rollins character, which I was cracked up the fact that they could not put that logo up in Saudi Arabia, by the way. That cracked me up. Um, I expect the profits to Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they couldn't show it. It was so funny. Yeah. Um, the Street Profits will retain, but what kind of match do you expect to hear? Do you expect the profits to retain? I can't so. stop laughing. So, go ahead. <laughs> oh, that's hysterical. Hold on me. Um... Uh, I mean, if 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 Seth Rollins and his buddy Murphy have, see what I did, um, if they win, I riot. So yeah, Street Profits. Okay, win. cool. Um, so it might be a riot. Um, Kyle. Yeah, same. I'd like to see Street Profits walk out. I would like for Kevin Owens to not get involved with it. I'd like to just see a match with the four of these guys. You know, no. Um, or Akam and Razar, you know, or, or, or uh, Kevin Owens getting involved. Just this, these guys have the potential to put on a fantastic match. Um, so yeah, but I'm hoping the Street Profits take it into Mania and uh, have another great showing there. We want the smoke. You're way. <laughs> you, you should not ever say that ever again. You're way too old to say that. <laughs> wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Way too old to say that. Way too old. I'm too old to say that. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I don't have my AARP card yet. I'm going to be 38, and I'm too old to say that. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you can say that at any age. No, you can't. That yes, can actually be cool. That okay. can actually be cool. I would. I, my, street profits are going to retain. Okay. Let's go to the actual unpredictable. Let's go to the predictable one first, because this is the obvious one. I book a tendership elimination chamber match for the Raw Women's Championship. Shayna Baszler, the winner, versus Natalia, Liv Morgan, Oscar, Ruby Riot, and Sarah Logan. Is there any doubt in anyone's mind that Shayna Baszler is winning this one? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're going to give it to her. We, we got to finish the program that we started. With so. Elton John. I mean, Ricky Lynch and Shayna Baszler. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was wearing kind of an Elton John outfit. Sal said it, and then it became a meme later. It's almost like I heard yeah. Sal say that earlier, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> Yellow fur. I was more on the crown with the orange with the orange for like a muppet, and uh, <laughs> it wasn't orange; it was yellow. Well, whatever, it was still wearing. She was wearing a crown and wearing awful sunglasses. I was like, what the hell is she doing? <laughs> she looked like she was mim mimicking a canary. It was like she wanted, as Mandy put it, but she's just trying to be a meme as the show continued on 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 Monday. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, the other. A little match that may actually be unpredictable here. The WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. It is Miz and Morrison defending against the New Day, the Usos, Heavy Machinery, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, and for some reason, Lindsay Dorado and Grand Metalik. Um, Kyle, you start. Yeah. So with this one, um, I, I I think I'd like to. See the Usos versus Miz and Morrison as a WrestleMania match. So I'm hoping the Usos walk out with the title, walk in as heels uh, at Mania. Um, I think that could be a really good match. This this one's it's so weird. I don't know what to think of it. There's so many conflicting styles going on here. Like I like Heavy Machinery. They're a great comedy act, but like them versus like Lucha House Party. I I, I don't know. I, I hard to say what's going to go with this one. It could be a complete and total mess. I would like the Usos to come up top and, and basically win the, the belts and set up a program mm -hmm. down the road with uh, Dolphin, Robert Roode, and so on. I don't see that happening. I don't see that happening. They did, already. They, they did already with the whole Roman thing. Well, well, well Dolph's going to be busy with them. The whole reason Dolph and Robert are in this match are because of Otis. 
Because Dolph and Otis have their thing going on. Right. That, That's the only reason yeah, they're in this match. That that little side thing, yeah, yeah. So, um, side thing, the major storyline. No, it's a well, massive storyline. <laughs> well, I'm, I don't mean it's, it's minor. <laughs> I'd like to know what the dad just called Mandy Rose and um, Otis and Dolph a minor storyline. I just want to make sure that the dad just said um, Well, so the Luke Morgan storyline to me is bigger. No, it's not. Yeah. Now, go ahead. Um, I don't know. Screw it. I'm going to say that Miz and Morrison are I really don't know. See, I, I, either way you look at it, and we're feeling they're going to be doing Miz Morrison, New Day, and Russo's in a triple threat of Mania, and we're feeling that's going to happen. So, I'm going to go mm. I'm going to go New Day, and then we'll see what happens. Um, I, it's, By the way, I just want to make a note that I got a little bit of trouble for my comment about Liv Morgan on, on Monday night. I put it on Twitter, and then I put it on my social media, and I got yelled at by some people in Elmwood Park for my comment about mm. Elmwood Park Girls. <laughs> And I'm sticking to my comment because I, I still don't think Liv Morgan's hot, so I'm just going to stick to my word, and that's the reason. Whoa, whoa, so whoa, we'll, we'll whoa. end it on that wonderful back, note. Back up the truck there, there, buddy. What? You don't think that Liv Morgan is good looking? I don't. I don't think she's that hot. I Do don't. You, okay. I, think it's a, I just don't. She's not my type. Okay. She's not my type. All right. I'm a me and him oh. freaking Selena Vega okay. Bailey okay. person. Like, right. you really right. think I'm going to put Liv Morgan hot? So, if you had to put Liv Morgan up against Mandy Rose... Mandy Rose is hotter than Liv Morgan. <laughs> I think they that, look, that, that, I, That's not exactly a thing. <laughs> I, I think they look both beautiful in their own right. This is the door, this is, we have to get out of here. Okay, all right. Well, yeah. Before we put foot in mouth. Right? Yeah, you made requests. So, what are we closing the show with? Uh, we are closing with... Woken Matt Hardy's theme. I will delete you. So that's Yay! how we're going to close it. That's how we're going to close it now. So Kyle, <laughs> we'll start with you. Give your plugs. Yeah, um, I'm on Twitter at Kyle Crane. I just started a new podcast with uh, Scott Corelli of Dueling Genre and my friend Brian Green, where we talk about theme parks, amusement parks. Uh, we talk all about uh, our favorite stuff. We do kind of like fantasy booking for rides. It's a really cool show. It's called Theme Park This. I don't know if it's been approved on Apple Podcasts yet, but you can find it pretty much everywhere else. Uh, so yeah, Theme Park This, if you're into theme parks, uh, Disney, Universal, Cedar Point, stuff like that, check it out. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I actually listened to the first show. I really enjoyed it. So, uh, oh, thank time, you. I'm ready to go in the show. So, yeah. Well, that all being said, Kyle, let's get out of here. Go. Uh, for more information on our show, including where you can listen, just go to theblakeandsalshow.com, our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages, and for the love of God, comment or leave a rating and review, and we will read it on the show. All right, next week, Sal's taking the week off. I have a completely different schedule next week, so Sal's not going to be awake when we're recording. Um... <laughs> So next week, Rich Fan will be coming on the show, and he'll be joining me and Dad to talk about Ring of Honor, um, 18th anniversary, and the past and present show. Those are big shows coming up next weekend, and I, I will now honor club members again as we can see the Panthers and present show. I'm so looking forward to that show. I am excited for that show. So that'll be on next week's show. So Dad, say your thing. Hey, as always, it's been your pleasure, and please, no matter where you are, if there's a local independent wrestling organization where you live at, please patronize these people because these are the young men and women coming up in the world professional wrestling sports entertainment they want to see that big limelight and spotlight that will make them famous so go patronize these people because they will do phenomenal things when you watch these matches patronize apparently is the word of the day well yeah that's was on my tongue okay so as always please listen and it's been your pleasure 
And remember, if you're here, there you are. Um, I've <laughs> <laughs> said. On that note, thank you, Kyle, for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. And um, let's get out of here. I'm Blake. I'm Sal. I'm Mark. And I'm you, Kyle. And you've been listening to the Blake and Sal Show. Have a good day, everybody. But of course. <laughs> so very much goodbye and good night